everyone. Hey, good morning. You are here on the front live leadership lessons from the front on a Wednesday morning. It's a special time. What I like to do is sometimes I'm meeting with guests at different times and such. And so this is a special edition of the front. I'm going to be playing this right now this morning. If you're watching live, thank you so much. If you're tuning in later, we really, really appreciate you. Do me a favor. Make sure you like the show. I'm going to tell you at the beginning, hit the share button because it's so important. We get the word out. We get uh, that excitement out. We teach other leaders. We grow other people. That's the whole methodology behind the program. Do me a favor also, if you would, check out leadtheteam.net for free sales training, motivational content, and leadership tips. And tune into the YouTube channel at leadtheteam.tv. Hit that subscribe button there. So today, I have got a very special guest with me. I've got Mr. David Vila, CEO of IPD, and we're going to get together with him right after this this show is about motivation positive attitudes and taking action let's get pumped forge the path get fired up thanks for tuning in to lead the teams the front and now your host mike phillips Yes, and we are live again. My name is Mike Phillips. I will be your host right over here on my left is Mr. David Vila. David, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing wonderful, Mike. Doing wonderful, man. Excited about our conversation. Mike. I am too. Thank you so much for taking the time to uh, a time out of your day. I know you're just back to back. You've got some exciting people in your office and a ton of exciting stuff going on over, over there. I tune into you. I'm certainly a fan and have learned a lot from you over the years. So I'm really honored to have you as a guest on the show. So if you would do me a favor and just uh, share with the audience, maybe one or two, three minutes, kind of who is David Vila, a little bit of your, your business background, uh, uh, kind of who, who are you and what you do and, and uh, it, go ahead and jump in right there. First, man, thank you for having me, brother. It's, it's definitely Absolutely. an honor. And, uh, we've, we've engaged on social media for, for a while. And uh, we haven't had the opportunity to meet in person. I look forward to that, man. So thank you so much. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, man, who am I, man? You know, that's a that's a very unique question because it's. I think it changes every day in some capacity with what I do. But uh, who I am, I am. I'm a believer. Um, I'm a husband. I'm a father. Um, then I'm a CEO, a business owner, an entrepreneur, and. Um, but man, I you know I, I just love people. I love people. I I think that uh, I think that I'm called to people. I'm called to help people. And you know, here's the good news about that, man. Anything and everything that you desire to do, if it's going to be monetized, I believe that it's attached to people because people are the gatekeepers of money. And so that's what I do, man. I just help people. Um, I, I I I love people. My heart is to see people go from where they thought they never could to where they where they where they can and um so man i just um that's that's kind of a little bit of background of, of who i am i'm a business owner i'm an investor i do a lot of different types of things um but when it comes down to it man i i just uh, i love motivating and leading people i i would agree you're definitely well, well from what i know of you like i said you or like you said you and i have been connected on social media for 
uh, quite some time. And certainly you've had an impact on me as a person, the things that you do, the things that you share, uh, the, the content that you bring. And I, I think it's just fantastic. And I, here's one of the things I really, for me, I love about you is you are someone uh, from the outside. You are fearless when it comes to uh, business when it comes to bringing your faith into your business, that's okay. That's a part of who you are. And I really respect that about you, David. I think it's awesome. So let me ask you, uh, when we're, we're getting into a, a live leadership lesson and you are a, a business owner, you're impacting people within your business, what would you say are some of the most important decisions that you make on a day-to-day -day basis as a leader within your organization? Because I know you're about empowering people too, but but you, David Vila, what are some of the most important decisions that you make on a day-to-day -day basis? I agree, absolutely. And, and, for, and kind of one thing, just because I'm sure there's gonna be uh, somebody that watches this that's not familiar with me. Sure. And so just backing up a, a little bit, um, you know, I, I think that the way the way we do things, every, someone will see me that does know me, maybe someone like you, if we meet a lot of times, someone will say, man, you're so transparent, your business, I've watched just seems like your business operate on a daily basis because we're using right. Facebook a lot, what have you. And I think that it's not that I set out to do that. Maybe we're more deliberate with that today, Mike. But the reason the reason we do that is because I don't know any other way to lead. Um, I think leadership by 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 exam by definition, John Maxwell says it's influence. Well, influence can't be it can't be in action and can't be activated without without uh, without actually you know in, interacting with people. So, for instance, I'm only influencing when I'm when I'm leading by example. I'm in the middle of it. Somebody's watching me do it. Someone sees me do it and then believes they can do it, so to speak. So we do that throughout the day. So some so with that being said, that's kind of how we built our business. I, I really, really believe got a new book um, just released in a bite-sized book called Motivated. And it's mm -hmm. about not only how I found my it, but how I help other people find theirs. And I genuinely believe that's a calling of mine. And so so, so the reason I'm saying that is because the decisions I make on a regular basis, on a daily basis, mm -hmm. involve uh, the, the people that are here. They involve, it involves listening to them. We have a, we have a very strict you know, uh, process and schedule here, um, or, or I should say a lot of things going on. So we always have projects going on and things happening. And I'm not that organized, to be honest with you. If I'm by myself, if I were by myself right now, I'd be, you know, probably naked on an island sucking my thumb, right? I mean, in other words, curled <laughs> up in a ball, you know, in a fetal position, because I'm not, I'm not that organized. I look that way because I've surrounded myself, which is a gift in the mind, surrounded myself with people who are. So when we have these visions and these these ideas and these thoughts, although some of them come from me, some of them come from, you know, team members. Um, I was in a meeting with uh, someone this morning in my in my marketing department, and we were talking about something regarding this uh, the new book. And there was a uh, tagline that we were we were kind of mulling over that I'd said, hey, this I think this is a tagline. Well, one person didn't like it. I said, well, what's what so and so think about it in there? Well, they were neutral. I said, what do you think about it? And then this person said, well, I like it when you say it, but I don't like it as a tagline. So one person didn't like it. One person was neutral. The other person said, I like it, but I don't like it written. I said, scrap it. In other words, my hmm. idea is not all the right idea. And so I, so I guess what my point is, is that because we do these things together, my job throughout the, throughout the day is, is kind of shepherding those, bringing people together and, and just making sure that we're continuing to drive forward. And um, then leading by example, getting my hands dirty, doing the work 
with them, not just saying they do this, but trying to make sure I'm outworking or at least on par to work as hard as anybody in the office. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's great. So what what I when you're talking about when you said, hey, look, I have one person that likes it, one person that's neutral, one person that doesn't as a tagline. What what makes you say immediately? So if one person disagrees with it, are you saying scrap it, or is it, it does it just cause you to think a second time? Why why the why the immediate? Hey, we scrap. And I, I respect that. I, I'm just curious what your thought is. Yeah, yeah I believe in, and I haven't always subscribed to this. Um, but I believe believe it at the core now. A collaboration is is imperative. So, for instance, I used to surround myself with people that were like me, and mm-hmm. you know, then we became very lopsided, um, and and we shared the same strength. So we were heavily heavy in strength, but we were very heavy in weakness as well. Because if you surround yourself with people like you, then most likely they have the giftings and also the weaknesses. So now I surround myself with people that aren't like me, but their strengths are where my weaknesses are, vice versa. So if one person says, I don't like it, no, no, I'm, I, I don't, I, I first, first thing I say is why, you know, because I, I don't want it to be driven by emotion or driven by, um, and, and all of us are, are prone to do this. Me still, them, everyone sure. is prone to, because I don't like it because, you know, that wasn't my idea. So if I say something to somebody and they say, I don't like that, the first thing I want to say is why. And tell me why, because it's not about it's if I'm going to write a book, it can't be about me. Like, for instance, if I'm in the if I'm in my car and my SUV, my my holds five people, I'm in there with five people. I might be the only one that likes a certain genre of music. So if I'm by myself, mm-hmm. we're going to listen to what I want. If I'm with five people, then, you know, I may want to check because because I like it doesn't mean they will. And so it, it and everyone has different tastes. And so I guess my point is, is I'll say why. And I want to hear I want sure. I want them to qualify that answer. But if, if so, then but but with this case, for instance, I know these three people. And so I said, what does so and so think? What is what do you think? And, and so I got the collaborative answers and I realized that nobody loved it. <laughs> so <laughs> if I'm going to write a book, if I'm going to write a book. There's a good chance that the three personality types that weighed in are going to be people that purchase it or right and, and I, or, or, or use it. And so uh, not just a bunch of meat. <laughs> no, that's I think that's fantastic. So what other ways do you encourage more creative thinking? I think just by you asking why, I think that's one excellent way. What other ways are you encouraging? Because you seem to be very collaborative on camera. I've watched you broadcast your, your Monday morning uh, sessions and and uh, certainly ADL and some of the, the other things that you do from outside. Behind the veil, what are some other things that you do to encourage more creative thinking in your organization, especially if they weren't your ideas and stuff that didn't, you're like, ah, I don't know if I agree with that. Well, how do you approach that? I'm still, it's still a work in progress. Um, <laughs> and anybody, there's a couple of people that are in my office now watching this who probably not their head. Yes. But so it's a, number one, it's a work in progress. I'm not by any stretch of the imagination there yet. Um, because I'm, because I think with any driver, with any type A personality or with any, you know, front person there is, and this, what, this is your show, right? This, it's, it's, right. It has the front. When it, with any front person, I think there's a tendency. I know there's a tendency to 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 probably struggle in your natural self without the governing of maybe you know spiritual or governing of you know building habits to to kind of govern that or to, to to direct that. The control aspect is there. So I'm a control freak by nature. Again, if I were by myself, my way is the best way. And so I, and I'm and sometimes I'll bulldoze over and things of that nature, which is not a good thing. Sometimes it is. So, um, but so what one of the, one, one of the things I do is, is, is try to keep that in check. And I ask a lot of questions. So if I sense that, 
because I'm doing it, then I'll then I'll then I'll usually see that in maybe the eyes of people I'm around. I'll say, look, so talk to me, tell me. And a lot of times, pulling that out of them, making that environment where even if it doesn't seem that way, ultimately, if I'm passionate about it, doesn't mean I don't want to hear your your take on it. So I got to pull that out and maybe create in a place where I insist on you telling me the truth. I'm not going to get offended by it. I may disagree, and I may I may throw a temper tantrum. I may get mad that you don't agree with me in some ways because there's some ideas that I'm just going to hold on to. And they're like, my, yeah, I'm right. And it doesn't mean, here, let me, let me tell you the book that changed my life on this. Mm-hmm. It, and again, it didn't change my tendencies. It changed, it changed my life because I try to apply it. Besides the Bible is a book by uh, Patrick uh, Lecioni called the five temptations of a CEO. And um, I have it right behind me, but it's, it's a, it's a book of a fable. It's written in a fable sense. It's a story and it's a five temptations of a CEO and, and, I won't get into them except for one, and that is the the one temptation. This is a temptation, so it's mm-hmm. viewed as a negative. About it's viewed as a negative. It's viewed as a negative on um, to a CEO. It is that your desire for harmony in your leadership team. So, mm. so that's a temptation. That's a negative. That's a negative. So, for instance, um, if I'm in my leadership team, I desire harmony so bad that I will that I will squash out the ideas when the reality is the right way to do it is to disagree, to literally be okay with in my leadership team inside of a room to have even some knockdown drag outs, look, you know, get, get aggravated at each other, which we do. And then, you know, look, I mean, maybe even before you get used to it, some people might get offended in love and then re- take every, every advice, every opinion, and then realize that there is a decision at the end though, the decision at the end, has to be made. Someone's yeah. got to make that decision. Then we walk out agreeing to disagree, and all of that's not easy. But that's that's some of the things I've you know in uh, that I've tried to put into practice. No, that's I think absolutely fantastic. I I, I find myself as I'm listening to people in the show. My and if anyone hasn't seen, I've said this behind the scenes. My ulterior motive of doing the show is I get to learn from just amazing different perspectives from people like you. And so as I'm listening. One of the things going back just a moment that you shared and you said, hey, look, you know, and you're talking about the desire for harmony. I'll, I'll tell you, in my organization, that's something that is a struggle. And I ask people for their input and I'll say, hey, I genuinely want to know this. I had one of the young ladies who works for me just last week that she says, well, when you were talking about this, it was a little bit harsh. It might have been a little bit harsh, but nobody says that to me in the moment. I want them to say it to me in the moment. But they won't say it to me in the moment. They might say it after the fact. How, how do you get, like, what is a tactic maybe that you use? Because you said, I go after it uh, in, until they'll tell you the truth, like in that room, in that strategy session, in that moment. What's a strategy that you use to get them to be just absolutely honest, straightforward in the moment, man? Well, it is, yeah, and it's a huge work in progress because it doesn't, no matter what, there are times and those there are times when that doesn't happen. There mm-hmm. are times where, like you said, somebody may even feel like that you're bulldozing it, and, and so, so, and those those moments are amplified, you know. Because and so, sure. so it seems those are, those moments are amplified. People remember those. Um, so one of the ways you have to do is you have you have to be deliberate about it. First. So I have to try to be cognizant of the fact that it's that I that I do that and. I think another thing, it, it can't happen without familiarity. It can't happen without spending time. The, the phrase that familiarity breeds contempt, I don't agree with that. Yeah. 
I never, I never, I never have. Once I really, well, I guess I never really knew until I, I heard it. But then when I really, really begin to get into leadership, I've never agreed with that phrase. I get it. I understand that when somebody's around you, they begin to see the holes in in, in your leadership. But that's to me. I I have, I have people that I'm very close to that for different reasons are mentors in my life, you know, spiritual mentors, mm-hmm. things of that nature. And I see their weaknesses. I can be around them for 30 minutes and see the humanity of them. But I don't view that as, as, as a negative. I view that as they're real. And so, sure. so I think familiarity doesn't breed contempt. I think that it, it exposes your strengths and weaknesses, but it also allows you to have true leadership. Um, and I think that the, the key is I think familiarity will breed contempt when your heart's not in the right place. When your heart's when you're when you put yourself yeah. on a pedestal, and somebody views you as an as an, as an idolizes you, and they're around you, but they they're they're viewing you in that way rather than really seriously trying to to better their life. And so I think it'd be select on that. But so I think spending your time spending time around them because I don't think that can really happen without being deliberate on on mm-hmm. our end. Sure, their end it has to be the right people. Then you have to spend time with them. Those people have to be around you for a lengthy enough period where they can get used to it. Because um, in the beginning, it's going to be a, a shock to, to, to anyone that comes into that system because most people aren't exposed to that, um, where they came from. Um, and, uh, you know, they're, they don't, they're not exposed to that. So it's, I, can, I found out it's rarer than, than you think. And, um, you know, but, man, I tell you what, that, to me, it's the real way. It's the only way to gain, to gain uh, significant impact through people. I've often said this, like, if your vision is, if your vi- your vision's mm-hmm. got to be big, right? If you're a visionary, right. you've got a big vision. Absolutely. Well, if you have a big vision, Matt, close your, like, you know, if you close your eyes or if you drove home today and you thought about the, the things that you think about, you begin to just think about them, begin to think about it. Wow, I mean, I want to do this, I want to do that. And all of a sudden, if that's big, then it, it requires people. If you think about that, it has to, there's people have to be involved. Right. Because if no one's involved, it's small. But if people are, if it's big, people are involved. Anywhere there's people involved, then you have to also look at their dreams and their desires and their passions and their it's because they're gonna do it way because they're told so they're gonna do it because they want to do it. And uh, so those are those are all secrets and keys. And I I agree with all that too. And then especially right now, I think there is uh, there's a when you're talking about the familiarity, I think there's a false sense of familiarity with as much social media, online interaction, and there's not that real connection. I think there's a lot of value in really being on that level and connecting with somebody uh, in in person. I think there's a lot of value still, uh, for for lack of a better term, when you have that real one-on-one body language. Sometimes, you know, people can fake it, certainly behind social media, behind a computer, with your words, all, all of those things. I think that familiarity and that real life connection is very, very valuable. Hey, I want to ask, I'm, I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, I'm just going to say about that, you know, I think that there, and I think there, and I think I agree with you, whole, wholeheartedly agree with you. Um, and, um, you know, there's a, unfortunately, there's a lot of that out there and you can't stop that, you know. Um, I, I view this at a surface level that, and it goes right along with the book. The, the book has been in my heart for the last few months. I spoke on it at Hustle and Grind. Yeah. motivated it has it in it but the reality is there's there's three phases really quick and mm-hmm. this is this is sort of, i think this helps to find that to me motive motivation is what you see on social media if you don't know that person really sure. until now we're, we're engaging more so now we're moving but really what the only thing i could provide to someone that doesn't know me is motivation you know um and and so 
and, and so then when you begin to motivate somebody to the place where they take action and they begin to they begin to apply that, even if you don't know them, then I think that then you're inspiring. It moves from motivation to inspiration because motivation is somebody hearing it. Inspiration is someone who to apply it. But then for me to, to, to really impact someone's life, I have to influence it. And influence and it costs something. Influence it is, right. is a smaller circle. And it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like Christ having the, the 70, the 12, and the 3. You know, you right. got the 70 that he impacted that you never really heard about. And you got the 12 that you hear about a lot. And you got the three that he pulled aside and took special places. He, he spent, he influenced their lives. And so, so I, I think that, you know, unfortunately, there's a lot of people that, that, that are, that you need to probably stick to motivation with. Hey, let them motivate you. If they motivate you, you know, right. if you start spending time around them, um, they probably don't have much to influence you with. And um, it is what it is, but. I, no, I, I I find myself, too, on the show. I'm often going, oh, my gosh, yeah, I agree with you. Preach, David. <laughs> I love it, man. Hey, uh, as I know we're kind of coming to the, the tail end and with certainly with respect for your time, I do have one question I want to ask. Uh, there, there's actually two. I'm going to try and s- squeeze them in here. One, tactically, what do you, David Vila, view as uh, if you could give me like three key characteristics just written look here's the three characteristics i look for when i'm hiring or talking to like when you're engaging with another leader when you're hiring another leader within your organization what are three characteristics that you look for i know that's a Um, shift gears (laughs) no no, no, i i I think yeah so i don't hire typically typically i don't hire Mm -hmm. leadership from without i usually promote from within only okay so so either way, I mean, I have, and I, and I'm not saying I wouldn't, it's just gotta be, uh, you know, it, but it is somebody definitely that I'm probably familiar with to some degree. Sure. Um, uh, so, but so that, that question, I, I'll just kind of pose it from that standpoint. I look for, I look for someone who's a servant, someone who's already doing the position before they get the position. And, um, and because I think leaders lead leader, you know, uh, my, my, one of my favorite, my favorite thoughts for leadership is a leader without a follower is just taking a walk. You know, they're not, um, I love it. You know, they don't have anybody following. So, so, so I think that leadership, you're already, people are already following your lead. And um, so I look for that serve, that servant heart. They're not out jockeying for position um, because there may not be one available or to their knowledge. So they're serving. Um, I think that one of the things in leadership, one of the characteristics that I would always look for, um, and, and this is in, in a lot of hires, and probably every hire that I would make, even though I'm not directly in, interacting with, um, half the hires here at the company i have people that do it but a uh, passion um you know passion is uh passion is contagious um you know my wife my wife came up with this a few years ago but passion is contagious and so where it says passion is two syllables i like to think of it and she she came up with this full disclosure um right. pass it pass it on p-a-s-s hyphen i-t hyphen o-n pass it on it's, it's contagious and so I look for passion because when someone's passionate, then about the life and about and about you know um, you know and about what they're doing, then they're going to be they're going to be passionate, you know, probably with anything that they really put themselves into. So I think serving, passion. Then I think I think that one of these things, and it's, it's probably hard to to, to um, if you're hiring from without maybe to, to sure. see this, but if you're hiring from within. I think persistence. I think someone that has a tenacity or the persistence that. Um, that 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 like I've ha- I, you know failure doesn't stop them, 
Um, maybe you can maybe you can kind of link that in with attitude. You know, that, that kind of all links in together because it's 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 how they react. Everyone fails. It's how they react. Do they get back up? Do they do they do they do they uh, you know how is their attitude when they fail? You know, when they have a bad day, how how is their next day? Do they do they let it roll off their back? And um, it doesn't mean it doesn't bother them. But I look at that as I look at the attitude and persistence and tenacity. I look at those things that they're connected. And I think I, I, that's a big uh, attribute for leadership, because if you, you know, especially in leadership, when you start becoming responsible for other people, mm-hmm. not just yourself, you're going to experience failure at a multiplied level. You know, when you're leading a team or people, now all of a sudden you, you don't have just your failure. Your failure is attached to multiple failures. And when you have eight cylinders and only five of them are are shooting, you've got three over here. You want just all eight to operate at one time. It doesn't right. really happen. I think that, that that tenacity, that attitude, that persistence, that you know, that does that ability to keep going is a key too for leadership. I think that's strong. Failure is fuel, right? Especially for some leaders, failure's got to be fuel. So, uh, and again, I know that uh, as we come to a tail end here, do me a favor. What is the best way? Uh, first off, you have any final thoughts? Anything else you want to add to to wrap it here at the very end? Well, you know, if I can give, I just give you, you some encouragement, man. I love yeah. what you're doing and you keep impacting people because uh, it's, it's, um, it's evident what you're doing is, um, is, 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 is for people, is for those that you serve. And I just want to encourage you, man, just to keep, keep putting it out there, keep putting that content. Um, I think that, um, I think that you have a lot to say, and I think that that's the key, the heart behind it. So um, if anybody's watching and, and, and desires to um, write a book or, 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 you know, begin to speak and do things. I would encourage you to, them to, to start, you know, where you are because um, you're, we, sometimes we look at the audience and, you know, we, we say, man, I want to speak to the masses, but, I, you know, I only have two in front of me that are, you know, these two that are in front of me in my chairs in my office. Speak to sure. them first, so I, you know, because because I, I believe that that's the way it has to start. And I remember the days when I only had the one person to speak to in the chair, but my in my visions and dreams I was speaking to thousands. Today I'm speaking to thousands, and I, you know, now I see stadiums or I see the world. And so, um, so I would just encourage people just to just to just to not quit. I I agree with you. I think the one of my favorite statements that you just said is for whoever it is, whoever's watching, whether it's you, whether it's me, whether it's that one person that's out there that says, "Hey, I'm tuning into this video right now." Start where you are, because it, the the key is if you start you start and you get rolling. So David, thank you so much for for taking your time and sharing your insight and your wisdom with people today. What's the best way for people to reach out and uh, communicate with you to, to reach out and contact you if they're they're interested? Absolutely. Um, best way the best way to reach out would probably be on Facebook. Um, and of course, they can, they can call into our offices. I mean, we a lot of people don't really know because we only show certain parts of our office, but we have 50 people that work here in our company mm-hmm. in Tampa. Um, so we have a lot of people that um, that uh, you can reach out to We're available all the time. And so um, our office's number is 813-630-5888. Um, as far as me, on Facebook, you know, just, just follow me on Facebook. Um, we uh, The messages on Facebook, either I'm interacting directly, we have social media team, but I always, always, I'm, I'm heavily involved in that. And I always get the messages, but I'd love to connect. I get Mike every single day. Yeah multiple times a day people that message for all different types of things and i'm available i don't ever want that if i if i grow the one thing i don't ever want to farm out ever yeah out is, is my ability to connect with somebody if they need to connect with me 
that's the one thing that I always want to make make room to, to because I can't I, I you know that's 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 what I want to do I want to help people so as much as possible I'm available one on one you know um, within you know it, it, so it may take a little bit of time to make that happen but um, I, I ha- has happens every day so that- reach out please let's let's talk and I'd love to hear your story. And I would I would absolutely edify what you're saying. David is and I do know you have a team behind it. I also know, you know, while you and I have connected, it it, it it's really not that long, you know. Like I, I think I reached out to to you a, a month or two ago, said, Hey, you want to go on the show? And it's like you're right there, you're available. I think you uh you do practice what you preach, so to speak, right? You 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 live what you say, man. I think it's awesome. So Thank you very much for being on the show today. I appreciate you, David. Hey, appreciate you, Mike. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. All right. So for those of you that took the time to tune in and do me another favor, now that you've got to see it, and, and every time I hear David speak, man, he spits fire. He's got so much wisdom and so much to share and is just an absolutely amazing person. I'm telling you, if you don't follow him on Facebook, you should. You can look him up at David Vila. He's got... Uh, a group of of game changers if you're somebody that is a game changer that's making a difference and you want to connect i know that's a a, i'm sure another way and just an absolutely uh fantastic show do me a favor if you did not already hit that share button because i would love to you, you know get the word out and get that wisdom out there Also, just a quick reminder, I do this show every Wednesday and Sunday. Wednesdays, we're doing a live leadership lesson just like this with someone that is an outstanding leader in multiple different verticals. And I would love for you to tune in for that live. I also Sunday share the the front, the traditional front podcast, which includes, you know, often that's more tactical and there's there's sales training, there's personal growth training and motivation and and, uh, you know, all kinds of other themes. So I'd love for you to tune in to those with me. You can check that out at leadtheteam.tv. And thank you so much for taking the time to tune in and join David and myself today. Hope you've gained a lot out of this. And I will tell you what, until we speak next, I hope you have an absolutely fantastic day and have a happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We'll talk to you soon.